You are now tuned in to Truth Talk Radio. Yay! At Truth Talk Radio, we talk about the truth, the way, and the life. We don't throw shade, we throw shine, man. Welcome to another episode of Fantasy Football Talk. We already gave y'all rankings, but look, we're gonna dig into some football chat, some things going on, some training camp stuff. Um, we'll talk about a few things, man. I got my expert analysis, my colleague, beat Clegg on the line. You ready, baby? Man, I'm ready. What was good, y'all? That's true. So, as y'all know, man, we're talking about fantasy football. And um, football's already starting. They got the first pre- 11 preseason games tomorrow and the rest of them on Saturday. So, look, the one of the big topics, we'll start on the big topic. And I know you don't have no problem talking about this. Uh, Melvin Gordon, San Diego, excuse me, Los Angeles Chargers. Um, the boy's holding out. He said he wants a new contract. He said he knows his worth and he wants that big money for doing what he does. Now, here's the thing on Melvin Gordon. I like the dude. If you listen to my rankings, I think I had him ranked number five overall. I had him ranked good last year also. He showed that I think he, he was at number three for most of the year until he sat out and got hurt. But here's the thing with Melvin Gordon. The Chargers actually offered him a contract for 10 mil a year, and he turned it down. He said, that ain't nothing. I need that real deal. I need that Le'Veon Bell type girly type money he wants to reset the market now Clegg what you think about that man do you think he's that type of player to demand that and reset the market oh man I mean Le'Veon Bell like I said and Todd Gurley you said a minute ago they're, they're trying to reset the market running backs uh I think they'll repay too much enough as it is already but to make the market right yeah I think running backs need a little bit more money uh Melvin Gordon Man, he, he he's worth it, man. I think he's top five back in the league when he, when he's at his game. I mean, I can't I can't take nothing from the dude. I mean, he, he's he's shown what he can do. Yeah, yeah, no, he he's very productive, especially in that system. But that's the thing. That's that's where the front office stands stands on this point. Now look, they're saying, yeah, we we offer you, we 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 like you, you know, we love what you're doing, and we're gonna offer you a contract, ten mil per year. How's that sound? That's that, that's what they're telling them. But then they're also telling them, well, when you went down, we went 5-0 and without you. We don't need you. Because we Austin Eckler, who makes 660000 a year. That's not even a mil. And we can do it with him and Justin ja- Jackson, just like last year. And they can go get somebody off the street, Ray Rice, um, and, and just to be the third back in case something goes wrong. So, look. That's what they're standing on this. And now the point for fantasy re- relevance, will they break the 10 mil a year? I don't think so. They got a future Hall of Famer in Phillip Rivers, like I said before, Keenan Allen, Mike Williams, Hunter Henry. I already mentioned the running backs. They have a very good offensive line and a very good defense, even though Joey Bosa's a little hurt. That's just a little nugget I threw out there. Um, but they have a good defense, and they showed last year that they can be really good even without him. So my thing is fantasy relevance. I want to ask you, Clegg, are you scared to draft him? I, I am scared to draft him because me personally, I think you with me on this too. I don't think he's going to play all year. All year, all year. So that means you're not drafting him at all then, right? 
it, it depends what kind of news we get in the next few days. I know I got my first draft along with you in our league from uh, True Blue. Shout out to Blue. You know, this coming Saturday. Uh, right, right. Man, I would hate to pass up on him, and then he comes back next week or two, and then somebody late gets him. You know, it's just it's it's, it's scary, man. It really is it's a scary situation. Okay, Not just for so, him, but for about two or three other guys too. Oh yeah, yeah. It's it's, it's scary for for a lot of people. It's scary for Austin Eckler. Scary for Justin Jackson in particular. Because now speaking of Melvin Gordon, though, I, uh, I would say this from from the higher ups, you know, executives, presidents from the teams and the NFL standpoint. I kind of understand. I get it. Like, hey, this dude behind you is making not even a million dollars. So, yeah, I'm saving a lot of money and getting the same productivity. But at the same right. time, Melvin Gordon is that, that, that one of them freak guys that, you know, he don't come around too often. All right. So you feel he is. So they're trying to say that he's he's expendable. He, he's replaceable. And, and and that's the thing, too, with the running back market. We'll, we'll talk to other running about other, other running backs here in a second. But. With the running back market the way it is, I understand why Bell did it, uh, why Gordon's doing it, and we'll talk about Zeke, I guess, here in a minute. He's doing it. Uh, I believe, and, and I don't play football, I'm not paying these guys, but a good running back, three-down running back who can block, run, and catch, uh, protect your quarterback is a big thing in the NFL. Pay them pay some money. I, I agree they should be paying the running backs more. They take a lot more punishment. Um and, and that kind of, if you ever worked for a company and they, you know, you're working your tail off, you're doing more than what they uh, said on your interview that you would do and you're getting paid less, you kind of feel taken advantage of. So I, I get it from the player standpoint, pay, pay these guys some money, but at the same time, I'm running the business. I own the chargers and these are the rules. Here's what I think you're worth. If not, I can find somebody that next man up. Let's get I'll it. put this it in, in, into perspective for you. You go to your job right now, you sign a contract for thirty dollars an hour for, mm. for four years. And you go tomorrow in your third year and say, Hey man, I'm worth forty dollars an hour. They're gonna laugh at you. <laughs> that is true. That's true. So let me you gotta honor the contract and I understand they're withholding their services. But what if you're above average performer? See, you didn't think about that, did you? So is Melvin Gordon above average performer? I mean, yeah, of course he's there. I mean, he probably a little more than that, of course. Uh, I agree. I agree with you. Uh, but here's the thing: they're like, well, you can't. You, let's say they say you got to work 365 days. They say if you only worked 365 days your first year, after that you only work 210 days every year, and that's not what you signed up for. We covered you. You still got paid for the rest of those days. You didn't put. You didn't work. So why would I give you X amount of dollars if you're not going to work? what we're requiring you to work which in his case yeah. is 16 game schedule plus playoffs yeah so and that's that's where he is so as far as drafting look that's where I'm at with mine but as far as drafting him uh, I, I don't want to draft him I might stay away from him I know there's a slim chance a deal could get done um, if you learned anything from Le'Veon Bell's experience last year he was saying he was going to be there week one so everybody, including me, had him in his rankings. Number one, some had him number two. A lot of people drafted him. They didn't get his handcuff to waste the roster spot, especially in a 10-team or less league. And they didn't get James Conner, and they got – they just didn't – it didn't happen. He didn't show up. Y'all know the whole scenario. So – and that's because Bell said he was coming. Gordon said he is not coming if he doesn't get the contract, but – 
he also said he might come back in October just to qualify. You know that that rule, or if he shows up yeah. by October, he can still qualify and get some money. So he's still saying he might. So if that's the case, if he's saying he'll come week nine, are you drafting him? All I can say is this: uh, right now, as we stand today, with with situation how it is, I would not draft him with the first couple rounds. I wouldn't. But somebody in every league, you know, like I know, they're going to draft Melvin Gordon. And all I can right. say is, if you're going to draft Melvin Gordon that early, you better make sure you get one of his backups on the team with him. Oh, yeah. You got to get a handcuff. But also, I've been seeing uh, some experts saying that he's going round three, and he should go round three in case he comes back. But that's the best the keyword, in case he comes back. And so, it's still a, a scary scenario around three. I mean, you're passing up a lot of good guys for somebody that might not play at all. Yeah. I mean, at least, like you said, unless you go Saquon number one and it comes back to you, and then number three, you go Melvin Gordon. Maybe. Maybe. Now, me personally, I don't draft that way. I don't think I'm going to do it. If he falls a little later, mid-rounds, I might think about it. But I'm trying to build a championship roster, and I want them all going week one, especially in the True Blue, uh, True Blue Fantasy League because – in other leagues that I played and that I do play, theirs ends a little sooner. Um, I want to say week 13, their week, their playoffs start. Um, and so as to oppose, and they end in week 15, as to oppose the other, other leagues that end week 17. So I don't know. I'm trying to get in there. I'm trying to get the first round by, trying to be, be the number one seed, and I can't do it with a dude who might not come back. I don't know. That's where I'm at with mine. So speaking of Melvin Gordon, that's going to stand still. I, I believe I said he's not going to come back at all. I think he will come back. Maybe, like I said, he doesn't want to do what Bell did, but he will threaten to sit out the first eight games. And even he if wants he wants to get his accrued season. Yeah, yeah. So even if he does come back, it's all up to the coaching staff and front office if they don't play that dude or seldomly play him. You never know what's going to happen. So that's just how, the- how would you feel if you're Austin Eckler? Or Justin Jackson, and they're playing their butt off, and he comes back. All right, I'm ready to play now, and they put him in instead of riding with Austin Eckler. I mean, how do you how do them, them guys feel? I mean, just like it at work, you know what I mean? Like you're, you're, there's somebody at work getting paid more than you who doesn't know nothing, who's not putting in the work, and it is just what it is. He's been there longer, or he has a friend, or something's going on, right? That's the same thing. Yeah. It's coming though, and they know that if they outproduce him. If they don't stay within that organization, another 31 teams are looking at them and saying, hey, this guy's worth the contract. Let me take him from the Chargers since they got Gordon. So they know what they're doing, and it's all business. It ain't nothing personal, and uh, they understand how it works. If I'm a higher-up executive, I'm going to say, hey, we're trading Melvin Gordon. What team wants him? Give me the most. What we're going to get most for him? Get it it right now because you seem like last year, uh, Pittsburgh lost lead on Bell, didn't get nothing in return. Right, right. Yeah, I'm, I'm big on getting some back and returning. But they said they don't, they don't want to trade them. I guess they're trying to teach them some kind of lesson. I don't know what they're trying to teach them, but they're not going to do it. So it is what it is. I, I'm, Gordon falls for me in my ranks. Um, I don't see him. People say round three, scoop him up. I don't see that. I'm not going to do it, especially in a 10-team te- league. I'm not doing it. If he falls past the sixth round, maybe. Maybe eighth round. I don't know. The, the longer he follows, the better it falls, the better he gets. But I'd rather take a guy like a Tevin Coleman or Tariq Cohen in the seventh, eighth round that I know who's going to suit up week one if they don't get hurt, that I know they're going to be there. So that's where I'm at with mine. So, But if you're drafting, 
weekend. Some people already drafted the past two weeks. Um, man, good luck with Melvin Gordon. Now, which brings me to another dude. What about this other dude that we talk about, Zeke? I don't know if you want to talk about Ezekiel Elliott. You want to talk about him? We can talk about him. I know some Cowboy fans listening in. They want to hear about him. <laughs> so here's the thing with me. I've said at first all along that Gordon's not showing up at all. Don't worry about him. Don't draft him. And then Zeke might, but I'm singing a different tune. He's. This is a very hard standstill. Zeke said he's not showing up without a contract, period. There's no comma. So he said that himself. His camp is saying that. that that's his statement. And you already know what Jerry Jones said. You don't got. You can't. You don't have to win a Super Bowl with the Russian champion. You don't need one to win a Super Bowl. So that's where they're at. They went off and signed Morris. They drafted Tony Pollard, the other rookie. I can't remember his name. Um, so that's where they're at with theirs. Uh, but here's the thing that we didn't talk about last time. Some more news is breaking out. Jerry Jones said he, of course, wants to take care of Dak Prescott and Amari Cooper. But he said. Neither one of those guys has responded back to their contract offers at all. So, here's the thing. He's going to have to make some decisions. If they're not responding back, Zeke's not at camp. First of all, that's a very dysfunctional family. I don't know how you can win or go to a Super Bowl with a dysfunctional family. But, if they're not signing, Zeke's not signing, or Zeke's not even getting offered, do you think he changes his tune? If they take too long to, like Cooper and Dak, if they take too long to, to sign a contract or talk about the contract, do you think he just switches it and says, you know what, let me bring Zeke back for what he wants, and then comes to Dak and Amari, well, this is all we can offer. What and you I'm think hearing conflicting that? stories. I heard it's all over the place, and I even read yesterday that Jerry Jones said, hey, I've always paid my guy, so it's going to happen, just mm-hmm. a matter of how much and when. And I heard that Zeke still might come back before week one, regardless. So, but... Man, I also read that Jerry Jones offered Dak Prescott, Amari Cooper, and Ezekiel Elliott top five money in their positions. Mm-hmm. I don't know about you, but hey, all well, I know two of them for sure should take it would be Dak and Amari Cooper because they ain't top five in their position at all. Right. They should take that money and run right now. Zeke, right. I, I understand a little bit, but top five money is still real good money, man. I would take that too. He's done for not Damn. taking it. Yeah, I mean... I mean I guess we're saying from a from a normal standpoint, I would take a hundred thousand if they offer me. Let me go run one and get my collarbone broke. I'll be good. But um, if so. hey, if Zeke is wanting the very top money, highest pay running back, it's not going to happen. It shouldn't happen. Todd Dirty has led, led the league in touchdowns two years now. You can't get more than him. Why should you get more than him? Yeah, I mean I understand and I see I, I see the argument. And I'm not going to hear to argue. Zeke's good running back. He fits that system. Yeah, good. he's very good. I've always said that old line makes him better. Um, a good running back who knows what they're doing can can be very productive behind that O-line, um, even with a bad coach like uh, Jason Garrett and a bad quarterback like Dak. But I'm not here to talk about them. Um, so here's my thing with them. Would you say, is it safe to say Ezekiel Elliott's a better running back than Melvin Gordon? Yes, I 100% agree okay. with it. All right, and that's, that's what uh, I'm Gordon saying. Gordon might be better only because of the more volume. That's it. But uh, as, as hands down, Zeke's the better running back better running back so he wants more money which i understand he wants top of the money he wants he wants to reset the market i think zeke has a better chance to reset the market than gordon does but zeke still has another year remaining he still has the the tag year or two so 
that's why Jerry Jones ain't tripping. He wants to take care of Cooper, who's in his last year. Dak's coming. That's up. why I don't give it the running backs. If you're gonna try to reset the market, that's fine. I'm all for it. Do it on your when your contract ends. There's no there's no point in doing it right now. You're still in the contract. Right. So, I mean, and plus he's getting fined. But here's here's the thing though. Now I'm saying, here's my take on Zeke. I started leaning that he's not coming back all season. But I see Jerry Jones folding at some point of the season. And when they start losing, I'm not going to compare him to Emmett Smith. We can talk about that. But when they start losing, I see him reaching out to Zeke, say, here you go. Let's go win these games. And let's go win the division. They're going to try to win the division, which is very winnable. I'm not worried about nobody in that division. They shouldn't be either. Eagles, maybe. Eagles are the biggest threat. But the, as far as the Giants and Redskins, no. They, they got that. So I think a few games, and if they lose or if it's if they're under 500, I, I see him reaching out. And once he gets, like Zeke, once he gets that contract, he'll be happy to start running the ball again. But so that's my thing, though. When does he come back and if? And knowing everything that you know, I read the top five thing, too, for each player. But knowing that you know, is Zeke draftable to you? And just for, is he draftable to you this year? Uh, different than Gordon. Uh, same scenario almost. But, yes, I, I wouldn't pass up Ezekiel Elliott. I, bl- I believe he comes back, and I believe Jerry Jones pays him. He's full of money. Uh, he don't care. I'll pay him regardless if you got to pay luxury taxes. That's fine. He's still going to pay the guy. I think he comes back before week one, and he'll be on everybody's roster. Mm. Fantasy football. So, when should somebody draft him? Round one. Still? I would draft him like normal. Like normal. Ooh, big me, word. Me personally, that's just me personally. Draft him like normal. Big word. I could eat my words later on, but I mean, we're all guessing right now. Yeah, yeah. So, well, I ain't got that much courage as you, man. He's falling for me also. It's a dirty situation. Um, the thing is, if Dak's his boy, if Cooper is his teammate, a good teammate, I believe they should be talking like, look, I know this is y'all year. You know what I mean? Like, he, he knows that they got to get taken care of first. Well, I don't know about Dak. Maybe, maybe, maybe Cooper because just where he's I at. I would take care of Cooper. You, you, you get a first-round pick for that guy. You got to take That's care of that I'm guy. That's what I'm saying. You gave a first-round pick. He's already at the end of his deal before Dak and Zeke. Give him something to and then go from there. But if Zeke's is if Zeke's his homeboy, he should be talking. I'm come. I'm gonna let you get your deal. And then you know. But I mean, that, hey, that's them. But here's the thing for me, man. Fan, fantasy wise, man, it's hard for me to draft him. If he drops a little bit, you gotta get him just in case he does come back. And he does want to be there. He just wants his money. That's it. Um, and he's. I think he's worth it more than Gordon's worth it. I think he's worth it. I think he can get around a, a Le'Veon Bell type of deal, which I did read. They did offer him already a Le'Veon Bell type of deal. He said no. So that's the thing. And if that's the case, I don't see a deal coming, man. I don't see them breaking the bank this year for Zeke. Maybe later on or after the season, yeah, but not this year. Yeah, on Amari Cooper real quick. Also, man, there's no way that if I'm Jerry Jones, I'm trading my first-round pick away this past draft for Amari Cooper Knowing it's going to be his last year coming up and not want to pay the guy. So, yes, they're going to pay Amari Cooper. The deal is going to get done on him. That's a good point. Yeah, they, I mean, they got to pay him. They, they, they traded a lot for him. They gave up a lot 
Plus, you've seen how good they started doing after they got Cooper. I mean, the yards after the catch. Even the t- like, he was taking checkdowns to the house uh, on more than one occasion in more than one game. Um, and I believe with Dak and him working the chemistry out, um, you know what I'm saying? I think that connection gets better. I mean, he's we already talked about this last year, um, especially in our uh, league text. But um, I believe Cooper is very polished. He's a, I think he's the perfect teammate. You don't have to worry about him off the field. Um, he's not there for stats. He's not there to, to make friends. They, they called him the silent assassin in Oakland for a reason. He's there to put in the work and win. And that's all he wants to do. So I believe, and plus he's very young. He's super young. And um, so this dude has at least 10 more years left in his tank. And he can be a staple in that offense for that franchise for the next 10 years. So, but yeah, yeah, this ain't, I mean, I don't know, man. It's just a messy situation when you look at it. Um, Zeke holding out. I think Zeke does have some leverage. So watch, watch the Cowboys. When they start to lose, get ready to plug in Zeke. He's going to come right in, and he's going to pick up where he left off. Um, you'll, be, you'll be happy you drafted him, but what price are you going to draft him at? That's the question. Um, I, I look would here. Draft Everybody says Cowboys is America's team. A lot of people say I don't say it, but a lot of people say it's America's <laughs> team. Oh, they're they're the highest grossing franchise. Whatever the case may be. Okay, listen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of fans out there throughout the states. I see it in North Carolina. I see Dallas Stars everywhere. I don't know why, but there is. Anyway, <laughs> if the Zeke deal does not get done, I'm telling you that franchise is going to start going under. Mm. Mm. Well, I mean. I, like I said, I believe it'll get done. When they start losing, I don't think, I don't think they're gonna just let them stay. They're gonna let them sit out. They're gonna reach out, do what they can, bring them back in, and go from there. But uh, you, you can try to prove a point to him, but for what? I mean, you're gonna lose games in the process. I mean, that's 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 their boy. They drafted him number four overall, first round. Yeah. I mean, so they invested a lot in this dude. Um, I don't know, man. It's it's just a crazy situation. Now I know Jerry does want to pay him. He's just saying now's not the time. Because he's trying to. Lock he's 100 percent right. And, and he, run. He's a good businessman. Um, but at the same time, I mean, man, something has to shake up. So. Anyway, a draft goes. I, I'm not changing my mind. A top four pick, top five pick. That's where he's going. That's why I would take him next year. Mm, so you still take him, man? So for me, no, nah, he's not my first rounder. I'd rather get somebody safe. Um, that's just me, though. Um, I don't like taking huge big risk I mean if he comes back week one great you didn't lose nothing but if he don't come back to week six week five week man something week seven even something like that ah man that's or if he doesn't come back at all that's that's just a blow and um, I can't do it I can't risk it um if he falls a little if bit if he ain't back before week one I I was still bet on almost every league taking him before round three so before three so he should be gone by round three is what you're saying and probably in every league, Somebody, there's one or two guys that are gonna get him, regardless of what everybody says. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, if you if you're a fan of Zeke, you're a fan of the boys. You're gonna get him uh, in another league. Zeke went number one overall last year, like over Todd Gurley, yeah. over Kamara, everybody. So, I mean, people are gonna draft him, but for the purposes of fantasy, and and you know, we talked value. It's just man, it, I can't get him round one, round three maybe. And if that's my strategy, I mean to try to snag them around late round two early round three then I got to build around that but if not 
I don't know. I just I just can't risk it, man. I'd rather go for a safe pick, an Adam Thielen or a Kelsey or something like that around those rounds. And so I don't know, man. I couldn't do it. I just don't got the heart to do that. But we'll see. We'll see where he falls come draft day. You got to know your draft room. We're with the uh, True Blue Fantasy. There's mostly Cowboys fans in that league. Shout out to the Titans fans, the Browns fan, the Raiders fan. But um, so you already know if you're in your draft room and you know Zeke's real high on the list, if you really want him, you know where you got to take him. So that's it. So now, look, let's move on to the next. I'm tired of talking Gordon and Zeke. Um, they're headaches for me. I don't like to deal with headaches during this fantasy league. But what about that show last night? You catch that show last night? I did catch that show, and so I tell you what, <laughs> I John John Gruden made me happy <laughs> the very beginning of the show. Come on now, man! So this look. man says, "Hey, y'all dream forever. I don't. I ain't here for dreams. I'm here for nightmares. <laughs> Take that guy's heart out and earn your spot, and 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 crush his dream." Man, look, that's crazy because we this show ain't scripted. Everybody, if anybody knows, this podcast is never scripted. We just might throw a topic and then we just talk about it so look here it is it's not scripted and i'm glad you brought that out i've watched a, a hard knocks for a few years i watched a little bit of the miami one which had ultra cinco a little bit of the atlanta one and then i then i started getting into it watched the full texans the full rams the full uh bucks the full browns the full browns and then um this first episode though the raiders i've never heard a coach I've, in all those seasons, I've never heard an NFL coach that gave a spill that instantly made me want to go play for him myself. I was ready to give my all just for hearing this dude. Like for real, I might, I'm not, I'm not even, I'm not overreacting. This dude, this dude came out with the speech, and that's how they started off the show. But you can tell though, and, and I'm a Raiders fan, as y'all know, but you can tell a lot of those guys, especially the rookies, and and reading everything from their training camp, they're they're sold. They're 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 bought into the system. They're bought into everything that's going on in the culture over there. And I'll say this right now, just because we're talking about it. But Vontae's perfect. The you know the trouble guy, the middle linebacker, the, a long time Bengals, now Raider. He said this is the first time he's been on a team that the whole team is on one page and they all get along. He said it's first. He's gonna time. be a leader on the defense for sure. And, and this is and this is and this is from him, the dirty dude. So and he's saying this is the first time we all get along. So, man, I, I just like what they're doing, what the culture is out there. That show got me hyped. Not because I'm a Raiders fan. I see Gruden. I see these rookies that are putting in the spot. Um, they're taking ownership. And, uh, man, I, I think the show's going to be good. I can't wait to see what happens next. So what do you think about A.B., bro? Um, you seen his feet. We found out today he has frostbite. That's what it is. So what you think about that whole situation, man? Man, frostbite, toes missing, heel gone. I don't care. Mm. That dude's still going to produce. He was still out there giving it his all. Oof. Y'all seen that guy's a workaholic. He puts in the work. That's why he's one of the best in the business right now. Man, and you nailed it on the head. And here's the thing, too. When when the Raiders just got Antonio Brown and Gruden was talking about him and compared his work, work ethic to Jerry Rice, he said he's the best practice player since Jerry Rice, he said he comes out and give it his all. And speaking of practice players, this rookie from uh on, on the defensive side of it, man, Jonathan Abram. Abram, man, I'm I'm I, I'm waiting to see that guy what he can do because he man he he excites me. Man, he looks the part. He talks a big game. 
Um, and he can ride horses. <laughs> he's from the country. His grandpa grew him up riding horses, man. Um, so, yeah, I mean, this Raiders team looks – I mean, like I say, it, I, I'm a Raiders fan. I'm encouraged. I want to see what they do. Um, they still got to play smart, play healthy. But from what I'm hearing and seeing and even professionals, ex-football players say that when A.B.'s healthy and when he gets on the field, be prepared for him and Derek Carr to wreak havoc. Now, here's the thing, though. This is what I want to talk about A.B. His feet were peeling. They were sore. Look, they said blistered. I said, well, just give him about a few weeks to heal up, two, three weeks. Um, now, like I say, it's frostbite. Do you know anything about frostbite, Clegg? I just know it's real cold. <laughs> <laughs> hey, he should have been wearing the right shoes anyway yeah, in his little therapy. Which that, That's another topic. Yeah, yeah. So we'll talk about the frostbite. Look, he went to go get the therapy. As you said, I cannot pronounce the name. I only read it a couple times. Cryotherapy, uh, I think is what it is. Cryotherapy on his feet. He didn't wear pr- the proper footwear, supposedly, in France. And he got frostbite. And it's not just him being bougie, A.B. doing it. No, a lot of uh, football players do it. Um... But the thing is, with frostbite, they say it can go either way. They say sometimes the toes will have permanent damage. Um, there's no cure for frostbite. You got to let it take its course. Now, how bad it is, they don't know. They say they just got to see. Gruden said today, we just got to see. Therapists are saying they just got to see what happens. They hope he's ready for week one. But in all honesty, with frostbite, like I said, people who've had it, there's been permanent damage, especially to where well, it's not on his hands, fingertips or toes. And with, but they just have to see on that if his toes, but I, I'm with Clay. If his toes are gone, he's still AB. This fool is crazy with it. He's super fast, quick, athletic. Man, he gets to the ball. Did you see him? He's not even 100%. And he was shaking Gary and Conley and Mullen. They're, uh, I did, I did like, see it. They could not hold this dude for nothing. Um, so even when in his therapy, the dude said, take it half speed, slow. This dude was fast. Even the therapist told Gruden, he has, he's either on or off. He's no slow. That's just his work, work ethic. And I wish we, he could, we could slow him down, but we can't. Gruden tried to talk to him. Said, can you stay fast in your mental, but slow down your physical? I mean, it couldn't work. It don't work. He can't do it. So that's why he's not on the field. Cause he, he just, he's all go. And, um, Man, I'm excited about it. But do you think that hurts his draft spot? That's what I was trying I to mean, say. I mean, maybe a little bit. It's not gonna hurt mine. I mean, I mean, frostbite. I don't know much about it, like you said. Uh, but really, his callus is peeled. So I mean, you gotta get calluses to form back up and protect your foot. Once that's done, he's ready to go again. I think 100%. It might take two or three weeks. That's fine. You got a whole month of preseason, and somebody like AB, you don't need him four weeks of preseason to prepare yourself. He's gonna be ready to go week one. With no practice right now. Yeah, yeah, I, I believe he's a veteran. He's a smart football player. Knows what to do. Been in the system. Um, he's got to prove something too. So he's not going to risk something getting hurt for for later on. He knows what he's doing. Yeah, yeah. Chip on his shoulder. Um, and this dude's ready to come out swinging on all cylinders. But I mean, frostbite. Come on, bro. Have you yeah, ever had I, frostbite? That's, <laughs> that's new to me. If I had it, I'd never know I had it. <laughs> I don't think you had it, man. You wouldn't be able to walk and everything just like Hey, that. what about his kids asking where, uh, where Roethlisberger man, is? Man, that was my next point. <laughs> I, I loved it. I loved it, man. I mean, that's just to show you that they were brought up in the system, that he keeps his kids around. They stay in tune. He said, Daddy, how come you're not on the black team? They meant the Steelers. And he said, this is the black team. And so, I mean, that's awesome, man. But uh, just even even AB's response, like, hey, 
their quarterback. I mean, their cars are quarterback now. We're Raiders now. And the dude was making a lot of great throws yesterday from what I seen on the show. Man. And they could have, you know, they could have put a good uh, film together for him. I understand, oh. but it looked like he was making a lot of good throws. Man, I'm glad you brought that up. I wanted to hit on this topic because look, I'm a Raiders fan, man. I am a Raiders fan. I try not to be biased, but Derek Carr and his skills, man, I'm telling you, he's never, and I've said it before, he's never had a true number one. I love Amari Cooper. We talked about it, but you said it from your own mouth. He's not a top five guy. So why give him top five money? He better take the top five money because he's not a top five guy. Now, with that being said, he's a great football player on and off the field, a polished route runner. He's not the fastest. He's not the biggest. He's just one of the most perfect route runners in the game. Um, he's one of the youngest, um, so maybe he'll grow. But not stature-wise, he's not no Julio with jump balls. He's not going to – I don't even think – he might get close to double-digit touchdown. He's never had a double-digit touchdown season. It's not because he's not good. He's not that guy. He's not the 4-3, 4-2 burner, 4-2-9 burner. He's not the 6-4 guy. Um, he, he's a decent size, but he's, he's nothing special as, as to come. He's a he's a big body as far, route runner. As far as yeah, as far as uh, stature goes, but Amari Cooper's good. But this is AB, AB, man, sick with it, fast, quick, smart. Like he gets open like no other. They can't mess with this dude. Uh, I don't know what it is about AB. And they've been saying they were showing highlights of AB last night from Steelers on on the Hard Knocks last uh, night. Let me tell you, man. I, I, I really was surprised. I forgot how fast that guy was. Man, that dude is... I, I seen him running with the frostbite. He was still fast. I'm like... So so the thing is, Derek Carr's never had that type of player. Ever, ever. He had a, a, a washed-up Crabtree who they gave a second chance. And you've seen what he did in the, in Baltimore. I know Lamar Jackson threw to him, but Flacco did too. He, he Man, he dropped so many passes. Man, I'm trying to tell everybody. I'm trying to calm down. Derek Carr has not had the weapons that he does this year. He has Tyrell Williams on the other side who's he's getting chemistry with AB off the field now. Um, Josh Jacobs, they say this dude's looking tremendous, can catch, block, run. They say he might be one of the greats, is with the exact words from the coach, if he can put it all together. So with that being said, and the chip on the shoulder also, DC has one too, Derek Carr. He already had an MVP caliber season, like we said, in 2016, um, without the pieces with Del Rio system. Um, but Oh, man, hurting the playoff game. Yeah, not even right before the playoffs. Um, well, yes, I'm saying. Didn't get to play in it, man. They, they should have beat Houston. Yeah, yeah. They, oh, they, they, they would have beat Houston out there, blowing them out the water that game. But that's another topic, man. Don't get me mad. Now, look. What I Mark my words, and other professionals are saying it. They said, did you see Hard Knocks? It's either the Raiders' corners can't cover nobody or A, B, and D, C are going to be dangerous this year. And I'm going to take second option because I've seen Gary and, Con- Gary and Conley cover some dudes and lock them up. He's good. And, and Mullen, and, and I'm telling you, from Clemson, that boy's a beast. Yeah, he ain't no scrub either. So what I'm trying to say is, man, with Derek Carr's finally going to have some chance to show you what he can do. His And his arm's good. He's, he's, he's very athletic. Uh, they don't give him enough credit. I don't know what it is. I don't know because of his brother's name. But even his brother. Did, I want everybody to go on YouTube and watch <laughs> Dak Prescott versus David Carr. <laughs> Man, look, but even though it's funny, but look at that, man, David Carr's hitting every target. And then on the next to last one, he said, I'm going to skip it. He skipped the football and still hit the target. And Dak still couldn't hit the target. He And then he let Dak hit the last one because he felt bad for him. So, 
y'all, y'all go watch that. So if David Carr is that good, and everybody's saying Derek Carr is even better, watch. Let, give this boy some weapons. But that there, having a good team around you, it doesn't matter how good you are. I think they put the pieces together. You're going to see Derek Carr do some things. And, uh, man, I hope this, this team stays healthy. I think they can go a long way. Yeah, man, it's, it's hard not to be biased when it's your own team. But, I mean, I'm giving Raiders compliments to myself. I'm a Browns fan. But at, at the end of the day, I'm an NFL football fan. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like to see great people succeed, excel. Right, right. It's just, I mean, I'm looking for big things from Raiders. I mean, playoffs, I'm not sure it's a hard division they're in. Tough, tough division. But, I mean, tough. they're, they're going to compete and give, give, some, give some teams some fits for sure. Oh yeah, but so, Derek so. Carr. I want to touch on this real quick. Derek Carr, y'all notice? You, you, I know it's more than anybody. There's one flaw in him. He only mostly throws to his number one guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's mean, good for AB. But hopefully, yeah, it changes yeah. this year with Tyrell Williams on the other side. But yeah, from so. what I've seen in the past and read upon him, he only throws his number one guy. Oh yeah, yeah. He he'll shove it down the number one guy's throat. Uh, Jared Cook was his number one guy last year. I mean. But that's not the same this year. So I'm saying he's never had an AB though. And if your number one guy's AB, if your number one guy's AB, I'll take that all day long. Give him 20 touchdowns. I'll take it. 2,000 receptions. I'll take yep. that too. 100, 160 receptions, 200. I'll take that. And you said it too. With, with Josh Jacobs able to catch the ball too in the backfield, that's going to even further help Antonio Brown. Oh, yeah, for sure. So, and if he's running wild the way they say, they saying he's very, he's been impressive. It was the word. Josh Jacobs had been impressive. But then Gruden wants to mess it up for everybody. They said, so check this, what Gruden said. He can block, protect the quarterback. He stays on his blocks. He can run like a maniac, and he can catch out the backfield. I seen this dude catch out the backfield with one hand. It was way off the mark. Pop caught it with one hand, brought it in like like nothing. So Gruden said all this. Then he said, if he can put it all together. So it kind of makes you, well, what else, I know he's a rookie. What else does he need to do to put it all together? But if he does put it all together with A.B., Tyrell, Man, I think it, it'll be real nice. And they say even Hunter Renfro in the slot is looking slick. They say a better, yeah. quicker version of Cooper Cup. So we'll see, mm. man. We'll see. I don't. It's hard to do. It, it is. It is. And it, but it's exciting if it does. If it is true. If it ain't hype. So we'll see what happens with that, man. So I'm excited about that. Yo, yo, what's up? Welcome back to Truth Talk Radio. We had to go pay some bills. So look, like we're saying, man, we're getting close to the end of this segment. Um, yeah, the Raiders look good. You heard about Z, about Melvin. Um, things are looking good in the NFL. They look real exciting. We're about a month away from real live action. Your drafts are coming up. So pay attention to all that, what's going on in the NFL. Clegg, you got any last thing you want to talk about before we sign off, Bo? I'm good, man, but next time I need to hit up on Todd Gurley a little bit. Todd Gurley, yeah, Todd Gurley in his knee, that wonderful knee. We'll talk about that on the next podcast. So look, True Blue Fantasy League, I know y'all's drafted Saturday. Uh, Jacob's League, 24th. My league, haven't set a date. Uh, we'll see. We'll keep that going. But look, y'all, get your fantasy right here. Share it with people. Uh, give them some knowledge. Give them something. We know everybody's crazy. Uh, let them know True Talk Radio. We don't play around. We don't throw shade. We throw shine. Deuce. <laughs>